welcome back, gang, for another week. Here for the wrong fucking reasons. <laughs> In honor of Katie, we're going to change our podcast name to that. You're uh, still not a Katie fan, though. I feel like this episode did even worse uh, for you. This episode than last. has proven me correct, and I hope <laughs> all you Katie stands out there are coming over to my side. So let's talk about this because I have some complex thoughts, and I'm I want to hear sure your thoughts. I have extremely. I've started to write an academic paper on this. <laughs> I would love to read it. I would cite that paper. Okay, give yeah. me your complex thoughts. So. I uh, I didn't like Katie that much this episode, but I feel like it wasn't because she was a tryhard, as no, you've correct, identified. Correct. It's because I feel like she was exposing all sorts of other character right. flaws as well. Right. That's that's where my complex thoughts come like in. I didn't like her because she sucked. <laughs> it's not so, actually that complex after all. I didn't think that she sucked, but I oh, wasn't. Well, I'm shocked. I can't believe it. You didn't think that she was that bad. But. What is that? Uh, I'm giving her a fair like, shake. I'd like to send out an invitation to Bridge, who shares my thoughts on Katie. And Bridget, you are correct. Yeah, no, and you, this just reinforces Bridge, Bonnie. The women Ooh, don't yeah. like Katie that much. Interestingly, yeah, because I feel like she's being put out there as like the girl next. Yeah, no, she's not a. I mean, she, whatever. Yeah, the girl next door. Like I feel like they wouldn't expect someone like hannah brown to be like oh the female viewers lover you know right. but katie i feel like is a little bit less like threatening I, she's mm-hmm. not as much of a bombshell although shout out to jake who thinks she's like the hottest bachelorette we've ever had whatever um no but i there's something about her that please stop okay i'm fiddling with the notepad <laughs> Yeah, me nuts. y'all can't see it, but boy, <laughs> is it irritating if you could see it. Uh, who was I listening? Oh, it was a interview with um, Jason Siegel. Okay, who said that his dad has something? Maybe was it Parkinson's? And he was like, he literally never sat still. Yeah, like he was like, you wouldn't me. even notice it. Oh no 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 no! You know what it was? Is what? he had uh, Tourette's? Oh, maybe that's me. I'm you always shouting Tourette's. out controversial things. <laughs> maybe that's it. Yeah, uh, anyway. that would explain a lot. It would explain why, why you won't stop fidgeting yeah, with this notepad. Why I can't control what I say, <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> Your mother sucks cocks in hell, It's either that or a demon. Uh, guys, we watched The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, and two thumbs down. The uh, devil should not make you watch this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I don't know. I uh, Anecdotally, it seems mm-hmm. that the women that we've talked to who are watching the show dislike Katie, mm-hmm. and the male viewers are feeling it. So this is another thing about Katie that now this is going to come up in a minute. So I know she has this whole sex positive vibe going, but like... Oh, she does? I hadn't heard that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of subtle. It's sort of like a subtext to the show. They haven't really played it up. Astute and eagle-eyed viewers like myself are going to notice that. So she brought a vibrator at the beginning of Matt James's season. Other than that... Like, what actual sex-positive behavior has she exhibited? And that's, yeah. So I was listening to the um, 
the watch what crappens guys reviewing the uh real housewives of new uh-huh. york and there's a there's a not character what do we call him a cast member a cast member thank you on that show who's like all about being sex positive this season too we have played this clip and right. we just played that clip it's leah i'm sex positive and bs negative and they there was like a part in that show where she was like harassing and just like laying into one of the other con, con why do I want to say contestants cast members characters um I mean it is a character right. for not letting her like be sex positive and she's sex positive and she's gonna talk about sex all that she wants and like it's too bad if Ramona is so frigid right. and I like, can't take it <laughs> such an ice and, like, queen Leah's gonna talk yeah. about as much dicks as she wants mm-hmm. and then she made a comment that was like uh, like when I'm having sex, it's like two minutes and then I'm like, get off me. Or, and it was how like if she like after she orgasms, uh-huh. like she's basically like, okay, I'm done. I'm done. And yeah. then the guys are like, no, we kind of like, can we still do it? Right. Please? Yeah. Like, and the watch what crappens guys were like, of course, it's you like the people who are most in your face about mm-hmm. how sex positive they are. Like. I feel like Katie's probably super vanilla and just, which isn't a bad, like, uh-huh. whatever. It doesn't matter at all. Like, just do you. I just, I th- me thinks the lady doth protest too much. Well, yeah. And here's the thing about this date, too, is we have not seen the vulnerability from her that she asks these guys on the group date right. to exhibit about their sexuality. And that just seems a little like, uh, like she, but she kind of acts like she's given us. It that. all just seems like a big farce. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you brought a dildo, but do you like? I don't feel like I've had listened to or witnessed either in Matt James's season or hers any like real talk about sex. Right. I mean, yeah. is that what being sex positive is? Is just like waving dildos around? Dildo. Yeah. Yeah. Like. <laughs> I feel like can I mean I would love to hear her talk about like our lack of sex education in schools. Yeah, sure. You know, I uh-huh. mean I just feel like if you have this giant platform and you're still just using it to like kind of make dick jokes and like right. low key shame this virgin, which she didn't do, but right. the producers were oh, obviously yeah. angling yep. it that mm-hmm. way. I don't know. I just, I mean, well, it's not the worst, but it's also. No, it's not the worst. And I guess my point is not that she's not sex positive, is that I don't actually know. No. If yeah. she's sex positive, it's that she has told us a hundred times that she's sex positive, And that is the evidence that I have that she is sex right. positive. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I mean, this might be a stupid question. What? Um, maybe and Now I sound like Ramona. I mean, I guess maybe it's more obvious that to me, what is that? What does that even mean that your sex pot? Like, I don't Again, I think it circles back to me for a point that we made last week, which is like she I feel like she acts like she's more groundbreaking mm-hmm. than she is. Mm-hmm. And maybe... I don't know. I mean, I don't feel like I grew up in a sex negative household or environment. So maybe that's part. Mm -hmm. I I just don't get I I don't understand why we're all supposed to be so blown away Uh at this idea that she's sex positive. Sure. Well, I actually think that the most revealing thing we learned about Katie 
in this episode is that she's kind of a child when it comes to needles and COVID tests. <laughs> and I feel like that actually fits more than anything else that we've learned is like, I don't like needle, you know, right. like when she's like, I'm not an adult. Um, like, I, I don't know. She seems, I do see the sort of protest too much element of her. I could just see that, that, element going a lot of interesting Mm -hmm. and maybe even like more productive ways Mm -hmm. and it hasn't gone that way Mm -hmm. like i feel like make them all take a test and if any of them say they won't go down on a woman like cut them you know like let's be sex positive that way who do they think they are batman (laughs) exactly well yeah Yeah. i mean did you see that this week i did because our listener katie was texting about it today yeah and also she has some batman jokes that she would like to tell you actually i can't wait i am very excited the jokes about this are endless So, Katie, I am happy to hear those Apparently, jokes. Apparently, superheroes don't go down. They do not. Yeah, heroes don't do that, according to DC. What is the tie-in with DJ Khaled? So, I didn't know anything about this either, but I had to Google it myself. <laughs> because So, yeah, to the full backstory for people who aren't also, uh, always on FYI, Twitter. Also, just FYI, guys, our children are at camp from 8 to 5 <laughs> for the next two weeks, so we just have all this time. This is the kind of thing that I'm spending time <laughs> yeah. researching. For once, I don't need Robin. To research DJ Khaled. We are our own Robins right now. <laughs> Speaking of Robins, Batman. Okay. Uh, so he, um, there was a scene in the animated Harley Quinn show, which is very adult. Um, he was going down on Catwoman and the DC people were like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That we can't this do. This is a very adult. Is it a cartoon? It's a cartoon. Whoa. Yeah. Is um, it like cartoon porn? No, it's like uh, it's sex positive. It's sex. It's sex positive. It's a sex yeah. positive cartoon. It's a sex positive cartoon. Did he have the mask on? So we don't know because it's cut. So we'll never get to <sighs> see if he had the mask on or not. I mean, the mask is sort of ideal. I mean, it leaves out the part that uh, mm. he really needs for the action, right? I feel like <clears throat> like Spider Man would need to take his mask off, and Batman's good to go. Mm, you've still got that like. It's still covering... The cowl in his nose yeah, might be a I little I feel like much. that could hit you in the wrong place. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Maybe he ought to just take it on off. Hmm. Um, so anyways, DC was like, whoa, no, 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 no. They were not yeah. sex positive okay, about so it. Okay, so what's not the DJ Khaled? So DJ Khaled gave an interview several years ago in which he essentially said, like, my girlfriend can go down on me because I'm the king. But I will not reciprocate. <laughs> and that Respect. the that the uh, interestingly, that's also my take. <laughs> you and DJ Kelly. I mean, I get it. <laughs> You're the king. Um, yeah. So that uh, I didn't know any. Well, that's now one fact I know about DJ Khaled <laughs> before I knew zero facts about DJ Khaled. Um, so yeah, that's the whole tie-in. Got a little off track. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Well, while we're at an awkward pause. Sure. Which is what Batman said to Catwoman. um, Why don't you give me a number between 700 and 773? 73. Okay. So, uh, ooh, this one's a good one. Shout out to our one listener in Duneside. New South Wales, Australia. Oh, good day, mate. Yeah. Throw another shot of the the morning to you. You're a real Betty Rubble. Wait, what is it? What do they call people? You're a real Barney Rubble. I don't know. What do they call women? Oh, a real Sheila? Are you a real Sheila? (laughs) 
Oh, and also this reminds me for unrelated reasons, we have a new sponsor. We'd like to give a shout out to Straight our... Straight from the streets of London, England. <laughs> our very real sponsor. Yes. Uh, FTPT. Guys, if y'all have not heard of this new sport that is sweeping the nation. Sweeping multiple continents. You're going to want to You're gonna wanna get in on it early. Floor tennis. It's yes. for uh, children, but also adults. Anyone can play. Anyone can play. All yeah. you have to have is a racket and a heart. <laughs> And uh, a love of the sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, FTPT Floor Tennis Professional Tour. Thanks for sponsoring our show. Soon to be international. Yes. And I know that a children's sport loves sponsoring a program that includes extensive <laughs> oral sex conversations. <laughs> We're about to get another call like the DC Universe one of like, no, nah, that, yeah, cut it off. Yep. Please yep. don't. Please don't mention us. <laughs> please no. Okay, so do we want to get into this actual yeah, program guess, that we watched over two nights? Uh, yeah. But I do feel like my global comment stands. Uh, this episode did not did not sell me on Katie. Okay, yeah, this episode I was a little I less feel like the rose is what is it losing the li- its bloom. The, the lily bloom is, is off the rose. Yeah, yeah. Yes, literally, the lily is ungilded. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, bloom is off the rose. The, yeah. That's, uh, I said it. That's yeah. correct. I know. Um, you were yeah. right. The um, lily of the valley is not so... Uh, no, no, I'm just lost. It. That's a... You know what that is, though? It's a sexual biblical reference. That's from Song of Solomon right there. Nobody cares. Yeah, because it's... it's That's sex positive. You want to talk sex positive. Song of Solomon? Song of Solomon. Never heard of it. Oh, it's, no, I'm just kidding. It's a hot read. I've heard of it. I've that's never the read kind it. of thing that Katie were, would read at work. Question. Were you allowed to read that at Pepperdine? Yeah, Whoa, yeah, well, I know, but I think there was a lot Jonathan of talk. Taylor Thomas. Oh man, we read it together. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me and Tia and Tamara all read it together. Yeah, let's yeah. have a study hall, ladies. <laughs> Who wants to read Song of Solomon? That was the pickup line at Pepperdine. Okay, so let's. You want to start from the beginning? It's a very good place sure. to start. Um, Katie says that it's a challenge to let go and trust the journey. Oh, is it? <laughs> You do not like her. Uh, I feel a little bad for Cody. We'll get to it. But I feel like I just think that she's um, she's not exhibiting a lot of like critical thinking in her choices. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's I mean, it's hard not to sound like the Katie Stan that I am, but it's hard. I feel like you just get swept up in this process and the real problem comes at the end of the episode. We'll get to that with the Carl situation where she just lets someone totally get in her yeah, head. So that, rent yes. free. And that's what yeah, you live in rent free mm-hmm. in my mind. Um she reminds me at this point, and I hope I'm wrong, of another kind of foxy brunette bachelorette Ooh. cast your minds back guys way back okay i don't know if anyone was watching when deanna was the bachelorette but she like lost her shit on the guys every week in fact that was one of the first seasons that i didn't finish because she okay. just annoyed the shit out of me mm-hmm. and she and you hit the nail on the head she got in her head too much about it and then she just kind of started lashing out at the guys mm-hmm. and it just I don't know. It wasn't fun to watch. Like, I do think that part of your role as the lead is that you have to be able to filter out what matters and what doesn't. And this early on in the process, I mean, I would have just given Cody and 
sorry, what's the... Aaron. Aaron, give them both a little bit of the benefit of the doubt and, and like, see how it develops, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. She just seems like she's being very quick to, like, have these really reactionary right. responses. Right. So I especially think it is too early to be yelling at the guys yep. in and mass. crying. Yeah. 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 And you're right. Like the lead part of the job as the lead is to be kind of like the steady ship. Yes. That sort of guides the yep. season. And especially, I know this isn't her fault, but in the absence of that racist motherfucker Harrison, um, someone has to step up yeah. and like kind of keep things on course. Well, a and more, I feel you know? I, I um think that it was reminding me of Deanna and it was also remi- it was giving me PTSD of Claire. <laughs> PTSD. You spent months in therapy <laughs> yeah. over the Claire I'm still season. Still not over it yeah. cuz she's back with that motherfucker Dale. Yeah. Um our long national nightmare is not over. Is not Claire over and at Dale all. are on Instagram together all the time. All the time. Um but no, I think you're exactly right. I th- and you could see it in the guys eyes yeah. too where they were like a holy yeah, shit. Yeah, they were like deer in headlights. And yeah. you know, to Claire's credit, I felt like she has always put herself forward as like a little bit wacky, uh-huh. a little bit out there. She's talking to animals on yeah. Bachelor in Paradise. She's like oh, fine with Juan Pablo one minute and then just like laying into it. And I like that about Claire. She's mm-hmm. someone who I think has a very emotional spirit. Mm-hmm. I think that Katie kind of has sold herself as a more like level-headed right. person. Right. So to see her just like lose her shit on these mm-hmm. guys after fucking Carl comes in right. and just so clearly stirs shit up. Yeah, for no reason. It's, yeah. It's... I don't think it bodes well for her handling the whole season. No, well. I agree. I also, I might go so far as to call Carl a demotivational speaker. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he motivated <laughs> That's Katie. That's true. He did motivate he her. Got yeah. some, he got some stuff moving. Got some wheels in turn. <laughs> All right. So, Les, you want to talk about this first group date with the uh, this sex-positive group date that we're having? Okay. So, Katie says that she has 23 great men here, and right now, it's easy to like them all. That will not be the case for long. So <laughs> That will not last. Enjoy it yeah. while you have it. Um, in a bit of what we in the literary world like to call foreshadowing, she says she's here to find out who's here for the right reasons. Yeah, men never. I don't think there's been an episode in a long time Where that has heard, used our yep, title for that as many. Much. Yeah, yeah, I'm here for I it. I was saying, I mean, it's free advertising for us. For sure. Honestly, like it's basically her promoting the show. So I'm happy with that. Um, yeah, so we get our first date card mm-hmm. and we've got Christian, Garrett, Trey, Courtney with a Q, Mike P, James, Justin, Thomas, Connor B, and Carl. All ready to go on this date. Now, I will point out the prevalence of cross necklaces waltzing Ah. into this date. Did you notice that? Well, Mike P. obviously was wearing a big one. Is that right? (laughs) Was he? I I don't remember Is Mike the virgin? Yeah. 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 Mike had on a big cross necklace. All I I know... Okay. I noticed at least two rather large Hmm. cross necklaces. Yeah. Um, Carl also compares the show to The Hunger Games. Yes. That's how you know someone's here for the right reasons. Yeah. When they compare it to The Hunger Games. So it's been bugging me that I couldn't figure out who Christian reminded me of. Okay. Ooh. It is the actor Simon Baker from The Devil Wears Prada and The Mentalist. 
Oh, the mentalist. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. Know what I'm about? He yeah, looks I do. Like Christian. Yeah, I need to see a picture of Christian because I still do not know who these He's guys are. Got that are. Boston accent. Oh, oh, right, right, right. Okay. All yeah, right. I'll see it. So they're on a sex-positive group date yep. with uh, Katie and also Heather McDonald. Who was she? One of the like Chelsea lately yeah. commentators. Yeah, she's a comedian and like a podcaster, and mm-hmm. I feel like I should know who she is more than I do. I believe it's pronounced comedian when it's a woman. <laughs> Someone, one of the guys says, she's well known for one specific area, I believe, and that's sex. (laughs) Talk about sex positive. I'm sex positive and BS negative. So she says that on this group date, they're going to help Katie find the greatest lover of all time. It's in that room. (laughs) Um, Right. It just so happens one of these 10 people is the world's greatest lover. She asks, how many erogenous zones does the female have? Yeah. So there were a bunch. What's your guess? Okay. Do you know the answer to this question? I know the friend's answer. Well, you don't have to draw an actual, whoa, she's hot. (laughs) Now, everybody knows the basic erogenous zones. You got one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. There are seven. Let me see that. Oh, yeah. That's one? (laughs) Kind of an important one. Oh, you know, you know what? I was looking at it upside down. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes that helps. Okay, because I um, wanted them to give answers to some of these questions that they did not uh, give answers to. Let me think. All right, let's so, both stop for a second. I'm going to think. Okay. So the, at least I am aware of the concept of an erogenous zone. Question. Okay. If it were like feet, would that be... That would just be one. That's a good question. Because it's not your right foot and your left foot. Well, but maybe it's like Robin Scherbatsky and it's only your left knee. (laughs) That's the spot. Ooh, (laughs) lefty-likey. Okay. Or, well, for real, are we counting both sides? No, I don't think so. I think it's feet feet is one, if that's it. Shoulders. Right. (laughs) I mean, what, I guess, is it a trick question, like... Anything can be the erogenous zone if you it's the, uh, how deal many, with it correctly. Well, I feel like it's a stupid question anyway. How many zones right, also, does what's the a human zone? body The torso. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, bottom zone. <laughs> <laughs> the <Right>. ass zone. <laughs> Dude, I was uh, really rubbing her ass zone. All right, well, um, what's your guess? Just okay. Give me your number. You're, uh, you're stalling. Six. Six. Yeah. What? Two. I just pulled a number out of my mm-hmm. ass. I feel zone. like it's at least like eight, right? Well, but again, it's the. I think that it's kind of a trick question, like the woman's largest sex organ, her brain. Um, okay. Well, according to masterclass.com, which I trust, there are 14. Oh, okay. <laughs> Who's teaching that masterclass? Like I don't Anthony know. Hopkins? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like half of these zones, if you tried to touch, I'd be like, back the fuck off. Hands off. off. (laughs) Hands off. Yeah. Uh, Mitts off. Well, that's the thing. I think it also varies. I only let you touch that zone when you're wearing those cat (laughs) I think I would imagine that the zones are different from woman to woman. Exactly. Common erogenous zones include the armpits hard pass yeah that's not right lower abdomen eh, i feel like if you're having a fat day nobody wants to be touched on the lower abdomen uh mouth nah i'm good (laughs) 
Uh, neck. So far, you're zero for three. <laughs> All right, I'll take the neck. <laughs> okay. Breasts, sure. Buttocks, eh. Ass zone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoulders. Uh-huh. Lower back and genitals. Well, sure, yeah. <laughs> Wait, that's one? That's <laughs> one thing, lower back and genitals, or but, those are two zones? Like, feet aren't on there, and I yeah. feel like feet are a given, right? Right. Yeah, you would assume. What about inner thigh? I thought Ugh, inner thigh was going to no. be one. No, that's terrible. Okay, never mind. <laughs> All right, so uh, elbow, el- <laughs> tonsils. <laughs> Every person responds differently to stimulation in these areas, and factors like timing, mood, partner choice, and type of stimulation can impact your preference. What See, type of this stimulation? This is a sex positive podcast. Yeah. What type of stimulation should I be giving your armpits? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would like Stop. to know. <laughs> okay. You're making me choke on All my right. Costco wine. What though? This was the thing about uh, socks increasing a woman's chance of having an orgasm. Is that yes. A, is that a fact? But how is that? Well, maybe that that's why fact? the feet aren't on there. Oh, because you got to bottle them up. <laughs> Cover them up. It's like it's 1805. I don't know. We should, Robin, we're going to need you to fact yeah, check this entire episode. Yeah, we're going to need episode. a lot of, we need to get a sexpert on our show. But that, you know what though? I would think that socks on the man would make the female less likely to oh, orgasm. Oh, absolutely. Though, let's also face it, no socks on a man, also unappealing. <laughs> <laughs> it's really a damned you if you're due, damned if you don't. Put your feet under the covers. Put like a paper bag over your entire <laughs> can you just black it Actually, out like they blacked out the maybe vibrator? batman is right oh how if you so? have on like a whole full oh, body sure. suit yeah that's really gonna seal in the juices though I not don't think my that's problem gonna, i feel like that's Batman's i don't think that's problem. gonna smell that good though mm. out on the streets well <laughs> wearing leather all day yeah <laughs> wearing kevlar armor oh yeah. boy we'll all come to bed in a batman costume oh. and we'll see how you feel about it all right it. well this make i should have looked all right that was the first thing from master class but the second thing that just popped up in the google search says in general, there are five to six primary erogenous zones. So you were right there. Right in the wheelhouse. I don't know what the fuck Masterclass thinks they're talking about. Yeah. Psh. Masterclass my ass. More like masturbate class. <laughs> you can keep your Masterclass Toby Maguire, Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> fuck you, Roxanne Gay. <laughs> Coming to Purdue after we were gone. Um, okay. So, and then, but a bunch of them, they just didn't give the answers. What's the most effective sex tool for a woman? Oh, you'll like this. The okay. inner thigh is listed. Yeah, boom. Of course it is. Ugh. Of course it is. How about, uh, that one guy's go to sex position being the wheelbarrow? That's bullshit. That's just go to night one. <laughs> Listen, this is my old standard. <laughs> this is just where I feel the most comfortable. <laughs> Yeah, this is just, you know, a lazy oh, Tuesday night. <laughs> Bringing the wheelbarrow in. Um, so, yeah, they ask what your favorite position is, when the last time you had sex was, and poor Mike with his giant cross necklace is, like, mm-hmm. freaking out. He's crying. Um, he says... He keeps answering with just a question sure, mark, yeah. which I thought was kind of clever. clever. Yeah. I was curious whether Katie, like... Figured out. out. Yeah. yeah. He's awfully sus, as the kids say today. Oh. So here's my question. He says, 
Like, I knew I was going to be put in this situation. Why did he come on the program? Like, I'm still not entirely clear. Like, I think that it's fine, but it just seems like a weird choice. I don't know. I mean, I feel like sometimes they know who the Bachelorette is. Sometimes they don't. Right, that's yeah, true. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm most sure. of them seem to um, know who she was, though. Yeah. He did his voice cracked at one point. It's like... This is not something I take lightly. It's a Poor Peter, guy. Peter Brady moment. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, but the date is that the men have to find a way to show that they are the greatest lover of all time. So, Connor the cat sings a song. Yeah. And it is amazing. Yeah. You liked the song. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is the number one song, number one original song we've ever heard on the franchise. Whoa. Strong claim. Strong, strong claim. claim. Can you refute it? Yes. When I was flying in the helicopter over this amazing city, I looked to my left and never saw something so pretty. (laughs) How do you feel about that refutation? Connor the Cat has my vote. Okay. So you had, though... Funny. It, well, I'm in love with him. It's so funny. He's so He's cute. So, this, I, okay, so, here's my take. Your take on Connor the cat is the inverse or like the mirror version of Jake's take on Katie. What do you mean? Like, I think a lot of women are like, Connor the cat. And <laughs> men are like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, this is what... Uh, no, I can tell what's bothering you. What is it? It's so our friend Chad says that Ryan doesn't care if I think another guy is like more physically attractive, like that you don't get upset if I'm like, oh, this person is hot. But then if I say that someone is funny, he's like, you can't ever say that to Ryan. Ryan yeah. has to be the funny one. Chad, Chad has a point. I and guess. Connor <laughs> is one of fucking hilarious cat I he's guess very clever he's, he's very clever. witty he's clever it was he a is. Yeah. funny song it was it was a cute song though you had a punch-up i him. did yeah you want to tell the listener My about punch his punch-up up was so he rhymed like girth and self-worth and then at the very end he has a line that ends with linger Instead of and and he rhymes that he says like I'm and you know I play the piano so you know I'm good with my fingers mm-hmm. and I said that it would have been really funny if through this whole rhyming song he rhymes and then instead of rhyming linger with finger he just said dick yeah no that's, that's it's funny. good it's good yeah it's that would have been good yeah um so another guy tears off some breakaway pants which leads to a very important question. Was he wearing these the whole time? <laughs> or did he put on break? Did they have they breakaway had that pants? Kit of set stuff. Of like, yeah. take what you Sexy want. Like, gear, they had those yeah. puppets that yeah. Trey used. Yeah. He was fun. Trey was yeah, funny. Trey was, I, I liked, liked Trey. Yeah, I yeah. liked Trey last week. Welcome aboard the Trey train. One guy comes out with, a, with his dick in the box. Yeah, dick in the box move. Pretty good move. Yeah. And then Carl comes out doing some long ass. Like I mean, discussion. I can only assume that this is kind of what his motivational speeches are like. But wasn't this... I mean, I don't see a lot of mo- motivational speakers. Wasn't this not good? Of course. Yeah, like, isn't it terrible? It's like, terrible. First, first of all, he has a cardboard cutout of Katie 
somehow that I guess they just had back there for him ready to go. But yeah, it was just like long and rambling. I yes. did like when he's like, you don't want a 10 foot giant who will suffocate you. He says suffocate and the guys just like harass him. Which, and he says, I'm not an English teacher. Okay. Well, why didn't he like say pun intended? Like, I don't get why I he didn't roll with it. I don't know that it was a pun. It Do- doesn't matter. It well, doesn't suffocate. I don't know that he's yeah. clever enough to try to pass it off as a pun when it was clearly just a mispronunciation he's a, of the word. He's a motivational speaker. I feel like he should be able to think uh, fast on his feet. Um. All right. Mike says that he can handle the date one of two ways, that he can run and hide or he can look her dead in the face and say, <laughs> dead in the I'm eyes. a virgin. <laughs> So I have to say he played this very well. He did. This he, was a yeah, he ve- did. this is the perfect play. And I think he was right to just be like, This is who I am. Right. I'm not ashamed of it. Yep. But also like the way he wrote the poem, like it was just all very good. He was like, The best way to make you feel loved and honored is to save myself for you. So he reads a yeah. letter that he's written mm-hmm. to his future wife. Also, you see how well this goes when you contrast it with the letter that Hunter gives Katie Oof. later in this episode which is terrible it and is awkward. the worst, yeah. like Hunter. Yes. Um, so Mike, in fact, wins the Greatest Lover of All Time Award. And so, he says that it's a... Go good? ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. You sure? Yeah. That it's an indication that intimacy comes in many forms. So don't you feel like him being voted Greatest Lover of All Time is like me being voted Best Gymnast of All Time? <laughs> in that you've never done it? Correct. Yeah. <laughs> Or, uh, for no. that matter, best lover of all time. I mean, <laughs> uh, I, mean I appreciate the gesture. It, it's cute. And also, none of these guys seem like particularly good lovers, except <laughs> for mean, Connor the I cat. I would have given it to Connor. Yeah. Um, he says that he, speaking of Connor, he would love to redo the kiss that they had because he says it was awkward because he was wearing a cat costume yes. the first time they kissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did think that their kiss was still awkward. Yeah, yeah. He's. Yeah. I feel like a lot of these guys are a little, little bit sweaty, a little bit overeager. Okay, now here's something to consider, though. We're coming out of COVID. Like a lot of these guys probably haven't been like out and about a lot. What's your excuse? Well, that I'm a terrible lover. But <laughs> these guys, like, think about it though. Like, it actually, I think that makes a little bit of sense. My theory is that, that just that they're a little, they're out of practice. Rusty. They're rusty. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't because this was still like I two or three months ago. No, it wasn't when they filmed it was like this. A couple of months ago, <laughs> it was last week. A couple of months ago, I was going to the beach. Like, I mean, granted, we're in Alabama. None of us are really taking COVID seriously. Uh, I mean, fine. How long are we going to use that excuse? I think we're almost done. Once they don't have to be in a special self-contained resort anymore, I think we can stop using that excuse. Well, I uh, I mean, I don't. It's a theory. It's a theory. Let's maybe do some academic studies on sure. it. Sure. Play it kind of like the academic papers that you're writing about, Katie. Um, I will say, Katie gives Connor an awe that sounds like way more sympathetic than like Sex- sexy. Sexy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It is um, not a sex positive awe. I'm sex positive and BS negative. All right. She gives Greg the first one-on-one date and says, Greg, let's let our hearts run wild. Greg the egg. To which Greg replies, wild hearts can't be broken. (laughs) 
Um, it is pretty unusual to give the first date to the person that also got the first impression rose. Right. So I do respect uh-huh. Katie for just doubling down. Right, for going like, for what she wants. I'm interested in Greg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how did you feel about Greg? Um, I thought that, well, I'm, I don't think we're quite there yet. Oh, are we, oh right, right, right. Because okay. we still have to wrap up the group date. Okay, oh, right, yeah, She makes yeah. out with Thomas. She mm-hmm. says that they have a connection and a magic that can't be explained. Yeah. All the happiness, all of the joy, it's out of a storybook. Um, she gives the group date rose to Thomas. Yeah. And Carl says, I'm pissed. I will say, um... Katie is continuing Tasha's tradition of complimenting several of the men. I like it. And I like it. Yeah, that's great. I like that that's, that's a nice tradition. Yeah, that's <clears throat> why Tasha came up with it. Mm-hmm. What uh, new tradition is Katie going to instill? Oh, um, all right. She and Greg are going out on a date in nature. They drive a truck out mm-hmm. to the river yeah. to go fishing. Mm-hmm. Do some fishing. Brendan is watching and falls out of a chair while he's watching them go away. <laughs> and someone who sees them hug, they say, that's a good hug, damn it. <laughs> um. So she says that she used to be uh, do a lot of things out in nature with her dad, who passed away in 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, so the date is because she likes to be out in nature, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of an emotional date because it's obviously wrapped up in the memories that she has of her father um she makes greg set up a tent and it's clear that greg has yeah yeah. like zero idea i did the technical writer in me love that he asked first where the instructions are (laughs) yeah thank you greg instructions are valuable um he says that he was nervous but katie is a Fun-loving and makes everything easy. (laughs) So Katie said that Greg looked hot setting up the tent, even though it was obvious he didn't know what he was doing. Is that hot? No. Yeah, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, right. I mean, I'm asking you an expert. Is ineptitude attractive? (laughs) (laughs) You have plenty of experience. Check back in with me in 12 years, Katie. (laughs) Right, yep. It's so funny. You know what that is? Yep, I was going to say that's the equivalent of me dropping my bagel on that first date. And you're like, tee hee. And still pronouncing it bagel. Yeah. Bagel. (laughs) Um,. So I then, was like, this is so cute. So cute. Nap, never Look at mind. this yep. cute little guy dropping his bagel. Look at this fun loving doofus. 12 years yep. later. Dropping everything. Um, yep. They make a bucket toilet out yep. in the ground. So, how long exactly is Greg expecting them to be out there that they're building a toilet? Well, I feel like Katie's the one that forced him to do no, it. No, I know, but like, it, it, what is Greg's thought process at this point? Like, are we staying the night out here? Like, how long is this going to be? Though, I guess, what, Jason Mesnick spent the night in the tent with, uh, with Molly. With Molly. Yeah, so you she can wore break his the rules basketball like that. shorts. That's right. Ooh, yeah, that's how you know it's serious. Um, They talk about her dad, and they fish. Mm-hmm. Um, Another group date card comes, and in my notes, I just have, I don't have the names. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I thought you were going to get them, so I didn't write Oops. them down either. Um, I will say, so back to this <clears throat> situation, because Katie says, one of the things that's really special about this date is that it reminds me of my dad who passed away in 2012. I feel like that's a lot of pressure on old Greg. Though Greg is sitting on, yeah. for hours, the fact that his dad also so died. I want to talk about that. Yeah. And this is, you were about to do your favorite thing. We're about All to right. go nonlinear. All right. 
Um, fast forward about another 45 minutes in the episode and on the nighttime version of the date, mm-hmm. Greg says that the date meant a lot to him too, because his dad died two years ago. So he was feeling a lot of the same things. And I mean, I do want to approach this gently because right. I realize that on the one hand, absolutely, like you shouldn't ever feel obligated to talk about a parent's death. Mm-hmm. Um, you should be free to reveal that at your own pace. I do think if I were Katie, I would be a little bit like, you didn't want to talk about right. that when you we were bring bo- that up sooner when I was right when we were out. like explicitly having right. a conversation about what it's like to have your dad die. I mean, I don't know. It just was a little odd to me. That I you agree. Didn't... I have way to sit on this bombshell in my uh, notes. Yeah, and I get he didn't want to step on her thing and and one up it, but well, you're not one upping it. I feel like you're connecting about it. Well, that yeah, I think he may have thought like I'm going to let her be in her grief, but. I think he should have brought it up a little sooner. Yeah. It's it, just weird to me. It was weird timing. Yeah. So the group date card comes and the we don't have the names, but Michael wasn't invited. Yeah. And that's kind of the big thing. Mm-hmm. He said he was bummed. Yep. And that being away son. from his son, mm-hmm. yeah, is um eating him up right. alive. Right. Well, and it's Michael, hard to be please. one of the most awkward and weird looking guys <sighs> in the house. It's a burden to carry. Um, um, so then we go back to the date with Greg where he mm-hmm. does in fact say that he lost his dad to cancer two mm-hmm. years ago, but yeah. And he, cause he even goes so far as to say that his best memory with his dad was his dad waking him up at 6am and going fishing together. And it, I mean, again, right. Like that seemed super relevant when they when were, were fishing. fishing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> that yeah. might've been the time to bring that up. I can't wait till our kids say my best memory was my dad waking up at 6 a.m. and saying, I'm going back to bed. Please be quiet. (laughs) Your mom will make you breakfast. (laughs) All right. So Greg gets the rose in the back of a pickup truck and fireworks go off, which is always a good idea in the desert to set off a lot of fireworks. You Um, good. And Greg, I do need to yawn. It's late. It's 1040. 1037. It's so late for me. It's past my bedtime. What are we doing? A bunch of cocaine? Yeah, I should have been in bed two hours ago if I'm going to wake up at 6 a.m. to go fishing with the kids. Well, Give them their yeah. best memory ever. The um, date ending with the fireworks includes one of my favorite bachelor tropes, uh-huh. which is we're going to make the rest of you losers understand what a great time yes. they're having. Yeah, you all have to watch this. Well, and Greg was like, no way. Wow. And it's like, it always ends with fireworks. Well, one of the guys that's watching it at the hotel says, that's out of control. <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, they burned the resort down. It was down. out of control, yeah. actually. They that, started that, a giant wildfire. That crying fire. Native American came by and just <laughs> silently judged them. Um, all right. Caitlin and Tayshia. So their one-on-one date ends. We're on to the group date. Caitlin and Tayshia wake the guys up. They are dressed in... What I described as rhinestone cowgirl outfits. Yes. No, we get a close-up of their boots. They wake the guys up. It's 
crazy and, and they're s- like, you can't get a shirt. <laughs> you have to come in your underwear. Right. Someone shouts out wakey, wakey eggs and bakey, <laughs> which I always appreciate. Um, so here's another. We dealt with this with the strip dodgeball. This would not fly if it was the women, right? Like just no, they've out done of this curiosity. to the women. But For like sure to this have. extent, like you've got to come out in whatever you're sleeping in to greet the bachelor. I mean, I feel like they've done that before. Okay, because I can specifically remember with Juan Pablo. Okay, there was a girl that like freaked out because she was like, "I don't see anyone without makeup on." Okay, what they've if, done it, and there's also I believe casting my memory, casting my mind way back there, Lord. Mm-hmm. Um to the Sports Illustrated shoot that they did one time where they woke some of the girls up at like four in the morning. Yeah. No, they do it. Okay. All right. And I feel like if you're going on this show and sleeping only in underwear, you're stupid. Sure. (laughs) Well, also, you know what you're doing at that point. Like, hey, fellas, I'm going to strip down to my boxer briefs. Look at my tats and how strong I am. Um, all right. So they are, but, but that being said, I don't really understand why. Like, what was the point of it? So I guess the thing was, though, was they did have clothes waiting for them. Because I was wondering how this was going to play out. Yeah, but it's, I mean, was there a reason why they needed to wake them up that early just so they could go out there and mud wrestle? Well, that's when that old guy with the beard likes to get up. That (laughs) random old guy who shows up. Because he's got to be mining by seven. I have him in my (laughs) notes as Zebediah Boone. (laughs) Um, yeah, they are mud wrestling. Uh, love is messy. I don't know if you guys knew that, but it's messy and that's what today is about. Mm -hmm. She says she's not looking for a guy who can wrestle. She's here just to see who has fun with it. But also, who can wrestle? Yep. Right. I don't really care about the mud wrestling. Please mud wrestle. But also, I want the guy with the best body (laughs) who looks the best mud wrestling. Right. Covered in mud. One of them uh, says getting down and dirty is one of my specialities. That is, is that Carl? I don't think it's Carl because he's not on this date because he was on the last well, date. Yeah. <laughs> so he good. is not there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have it only in my notes too, yeah. too as one of them. How yeah. do you say that word? So, clearly it's specialties and he pronounced it specialities. Yes. Well, it's there's a uh, this will be lost on you but uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi does a really tortured Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan does a really tortured pronunciation of that word as well. Sith Lords are our specialty. Well, I wonder if this guy has just gone through his whole life thinking that that's how to say it. Me so speciality. <laughs> Being annoying is me speciality. Jar Jar Binks. That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I don't even have to finish it. <laughs> All right, so it's Katie's big buckle brawl. Um, John and Josh and John fight. Mm-hmm. John, I guess, is pretty little. They said that he's not the fighting type, and that's why the ambulance is here. Right, just waiting for old John. Zeb Zebediah Boone says, "Let's go. This isn't your senior <laughs> prom." <laughs> Let's go, ladies. <laughs> Oh, um, Aaron and Cody fight, and they're the last fight, and it brings out this big beef that nobody knows what the fuck nobody it's about. Nobody knows what the fuck it's about. So can I go ahead and jump? So Aaron wins the fight and wins the little contest and wins the belt, so he gets time with Katie, and he describes this beef with Cody. This is the most generic it is fucking beef so I've ever heard in my life. Stupid. It's not even about anything. He's just like, 
There's some social media posts. Like, at least with Waboom and Blake, they, like, explicitly told us what it was. Yes. And yep. same with the, even, like, the pageant disagreements. Right. Or, like, did the chicken guy know somebody from before? Or no. was that, okay, he just developed that beef in like, the course of the show. damn, at least Anna was like, I'm pretty sure she's an escort. Right. That's at least, it's a made-up thing, but it's at least specific. Aaron is like... There were some social media posts and, you know, he just doesn't have values and character. But here is what I would say. So, yeah, he Aaron says, so Aaron beats Cody in the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, I've never been a fan of him and he knows it. And the girls, Katie and and Caitlin and Tasha, immediately notice that something is not right. Miss mm-hmm. Clavel style. <laughs> <laughs> Woke up with quite a fright. Something is not right. <laughs> What's the rest of it? And then turns on the light. Yeah, it turns out Cody was Somebody having an appendix. Somebody needs to call Dawn 1010 <laughs> Nurse, it's an appendix. <laughs> Man, people love these yeah. Madeline references. Uh, there was a crack on the ceiling that had a habit of looking somewhat like a rabbit. In an old house in New Mexico that was covered in vines, marched 12 men in two straight lines. In two straight lines, they broke their bread. <laughs> All right. Anyway, enough with the Madeline. Madeline? Madeline. Madeline. The, yeah. the smallest of them was Madeline. Yeah. Oh, I like Madeline. Yeah. Anyway. Always saying poo-poo to you. the tiger at the zoo. <laughs> tell you what we've got on our hands here is a bad hat. <laughs> <laughs> You know it. Uh, There is a Madeline book where a little boy comes from Spain, and guys, he's a bad hat. He's a bad hat. You can't trust him, and that's what we got on our hands right now. There is a bad hat in the Bachelor (laughs) world. A bad hat wearing a cowboy hat. But we don't know who it is because nobody will say anything about what is actually happening. There might be one or several bad hats. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so basically Aaron ends up winning. He gets the golden cowboy belt, which we said, we're pretty sure she just gave it to him so that she could talk to Mm -hmm. him a little bit more about what is going on. Right. So she could get some really specific information from Aaron about this feud. He says he knows him from home and he sees him handle things maliciously. (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? He's a real maleficent. But, uh, I don't blame Aaron and I don't blame Cody. Who do I blame in this situation for it going south? You tell me. Katie. You damn right I blame Katie. Yeah. Because she takes this and just like runs with it and just gives so much time on the Mm -hmm. date to it. It just felt like a huge waste of energy to me this early on in the show. Well, and also what happens. See, to me, this wasn't the worst thing in the world. Like, I think there's an argument to be made for like... You're causing trouble. But they weren't causing trouble. Like, I feel like they wrestled. Nobody went to the ambulance. According to the girls, there's like a weird tension. Well, big fucking deal. Like, I don't, I just don't think that anything would have even, they both seemed pretty content to let it just be. Sure. Yeah. And And Katie Katie was was kind of probing at it. Yeah. Like, if it turns into a big problem, treat it like a big problem. Well, again, I I don't mind this that much. What I mind is that she lets this situation fuel insecurities later. That, I think, is like the really big problem. I mean, I mind the handling of it from start to finish. I think it was shitty for her. Like, she gives Aaron that 
the wrestling belt and then just uses that time. It just seems so clearly orchestrated to ask him about Cody. She didn't seem to really want to get to know him. Like, if you want to talk to them about it, talk to them about it, but don't do it under the guise that like, you won the contest. Yeah. Yeah. Or Aaron won the belt. Um, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, it's, a little too early and this is like the vaguest most forced conflict i think we've ever had on this show don't give it more credit than it's due yeah i think and she in matt james's season for a while was pretty good and this was how she built herself as like kind of being above this kind of drama and like being able to cut through that that's how she built herself Mm -hmm. again rewind the tapes watch them again Every woman at that women tell all was like, you stirred up drama. Yeah. Like you were the one that was bringing up shit and people like people were trying to just move past it. And mm-hmm. I get to like, there was clearly a situation in that season where certain women were being pretty terrible to others, but for them all to come to that sure. women tell all and be like, look, you were a shit stirrer. Mm-hmm. Like I've, and that's what we're seeing here. She's, she's, it's like a moth to the flame. So here, Katie in th- the drama. I think you missed this when you were refilling your wine glass. Sure. One of the motivations for cutting Cody to her was that when she kind of brought these accusations to him, he seemed, and I do agree with this take, like very rehearsed and like that's fake information. Like, and what else is he supposed to say? It was it was the way he said it. I think. I just I don't I I was not refilling my wine in fact. Okay. I mean cuz I have in my notes. He says I don't know what he's talking about. I'm not that way at all. That's just not factual information. Like at this point it's basically a he said he said. Sure. She doesn't yeah. know Aaron that well either. So why is she just so quick to trust what Aaron is saying about Cody? Right. Even it and even if she said I just am trusting my gut and I get a bad feeling about Cody. So I'm letting him go. Like at least that to me, I would be like, well, all right. Um, well, and I think she kind of said that. No, she, no, she, she did. No, she, she said didn't. like, oh he didn't God. have honest facial expressions. She said, if someone said that to me, my face would say everything. Um, so I think she was kind of going off of her gut and that she didn't trust this guy. But I agree, like, there's no reason to trust Aaron. Right. Or either. fucking Carl. Yeah. Like, oh, Carl is, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, I feel like yeah. Carl is coming into town like a fucking, like, snake handling. <laughs> snake oil salesman. Yeah. 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 And yep. she's like, well, Carl said somebody doesn't have the right intentions. Right. So I guess I need to lose my shit on right. all of the guys. Says that so, one or more of you have bad intentions. Yeah, we'll get to that in a and second. And rightfully, the guys get angry at him. But I feel like if I were those guys, I would also be like, fuck you, Katie. Like, why? Oh, so Carl putting this little seed of doubt in right. your head is enough is to it? just have you, like, lose your mm-hmm. shit on all of us? Right. Lose your mind about the whole. Yeah, that. Um, that was over the top, and we're getting to that whole yes, situation. Yes, I mean, again, we've gone a little nonlinear, but I think we've covered it. I mean, she sends Cody home. Mm-hmm. Um, she And she also says, it's hard to feel like one of you are lying to me. And then she says again, one of you are lying to me. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm not an sing- English teacher. Singular matches with singular. <laughs> so um, Andrew gets the rose, 
and he is so happy he could moonwalk. Mm, I like you that. You can't do that anymore. It's it's canceled. Um, the other thing that happens when you give too much time to stuff like this is I also feel like guys like Andrew that I really like, you don't get to see them. Like, I don't want it to go the direction of Claire where you're like, I feel like I don't even know who any of these yes. guys are yep. because we're just having this like Dale drama. Right. Or whoever that Sue Ellen Miskey woman was from Matt James's <laughs> season who just wore that bra to the women tell all, what was her name? That <laughs> oh, terrible Victoria. villain. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. a bunch Sue of detention Ellen. on Victoria that like no one cares about her. Right. She's not interesting. Like right. Aaron and Cody are the opposite of interesting. And like as a viewer, like, this is a waste of my... Like, Katie says, who's wasting my time? Like, I'll tell you who's wasting my time. It's Aaron and Cody and Katie dealing All y'all, with this. Yeah. All y'all jokers are wasting mm-hmm. my time. I right, just want to see more of the cat. Yeah, right. When I could be watching Trey do a puppet show. Yeah. Could be watching Andrew yeah, moonwalking. I really like Trey. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So we get to the cocktail party and... Katie, I actually really did. I'll say something nice. Okay. I really liked that green dress that she was wearing. I thought she looked very pretty. Okay. Now you and she Jake a are finally. Like poison Ivy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now that's somebody that Batman could go down on. That's somebody that yeah. you don't go down on. That's <laughs> poison. Yeah. <laughs> Your tongue blows up like a damn balloon. <laughs> <laughs> need some calamine. You're going to need an ocean of calamine lotion. <laughs> oh, boy. Goodness. Um, She talks to Michael, and he is, like, just awkward as oh, a fuck. Yeah. And then does the thing that I hate where he asks if he can yeah. kiss you. Don't ask, buddy. Just do it. Don't ask for consent. Is that Did what you said? Did you ask? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Well, you didn't ask me. No, I just went in with a sloppy mouth Oof. kiss. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. Yikes. Talk about your erogenous zones. <laughs> and the lack thereof. It depends on how they are touched. Yeah. So their kiss. So first of all, he made a joke. He's like, I, maybe I just get rejected a lot. I'm used to it. Um, but Aww. he like smashes his face against hers, which again, I'm a terrible kisser too. No, so. you're not. Well, I was that one time. That one time because you were little... really nervous. I was nervous. You yeah. had never been out with a girl before. Oh. <laughs> Is this what it's like? <laughs> you had only taken out your cousin. <laughs> I had kissed that mannequin head a lot. You had kissed you had kissed some people sure. try three yeah. <laughs> <laughs> try three mannequins uh yeah michael is awkward yeah okay so let's get to this oh it's thomas rolls but in thomas is super yeah. smooth you uh already talked about this. if this were an sat question analogies okay it would be thomas is to blank as Michael is too awkward, and the answer would be smooth. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go with your talk about Rob Thomas. Oh, and no, I can do that so too. Smooth. Okay, yeah. Because you're just like the ocean <laughs> under the moon. My Mona Kita, <laughs> my Spanish Harlem Mona Lisa. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> All right. Uh, so Katie gives a little speech to the whole gang. 
um, about how uh, she. Oh, I guess that no, was a little earlier. You skipped over. So, Tom. Sorry, you want me to take it? Uh, well, yeah. I guess she gave one speech about how she's a safe space to come talk to. Okay. And yeah, right. Again, like, I also clearly not because I feel like Cody from being from the limo is like, well, not for me. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's it. I mean, this is kind of like the sex positive thing. Like you are. Like yeah. 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 And that I mean, to me. To watch someone like Carl, who clearly, I mean, this guy is a clown. He's yeah. a joker. Yep. He doesn't know how to, he called her. Man, like five. He's he like, did. hey, man, he what's did. the deal? No, listen, yeah. I said, hey, man. <laughs> um, to, to watch someone like Carl come in and then have her just like, give so much credit to his ludicrous claims. Ludicrous. If I <laughs> if I were one of the guys, I would be like, well, fuck, I'm not coming to you with anything. Because right. yeah. you lose your mind because this joker came in and was like, hey, you can't trust any of these right. guys. Trust Speciality. no one. Speciality. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What did he say with her name? Kate. Is suffocate. 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 He pronounces the word suffocate, suffocate, <laughs> and you're giving him this much credit. <laughs> He's really suffocating this whole episode. So Carl tells Katie that he isn't sure people are being transparent. People just don't have the best intentions. And to Katie's credit, she does what we often are like begging the leads to do which she's like okay tell me who yeah like tell me name names give me examples and i think she does say like you don't Uh have to name names but she's like tell me give me specific examples Uh and he's like oh no 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 you've been through a lot i mean carl was insufferable during all this the whole episode he was insufferable Yeah. yeah um she says, I don't have any names. I don't have any examples. That makes me question Carl a bit. Is he just <laughs> stirring the pot? Yeah. Oh, do you think? Right. That's can't be it. It's got to be that many, many men are not here for the, r- the right reasons. And then, um, I mean, you know, for good reason, the guys just kind of lose their shit at right. Carl. Well, first, it appears that Carl is going to try to just like not claim right, that just he's nonchalantly done like hang out in the back because she comes in and just like lays into yeah. him she's like if you're not here for an engagement get the fuck out there are multiple people here for the wrong fucking reasons if you're not here for the right reasons get the fuck out and then she's like Aaron you want to talk right and he's like, and Aaron's oh, like, what did I do? Not really. Right. Like Aaron's the one who was calling out people for being yep. here for the wrong reasons. Yeah. So then the guys are like, what the fuck happened? And Carl just kind of tries to shrink into yep, the background. Yep. But finally he's like, I mean, I might have said something. Yeah. I spoke to her and she just wanted to know who is here for the wrong reasons. Which Carl dead ass just lies. Yes. Because he's like, she asked me. Right. And that is absolutely not what happened. He we have the tapes. It. We have the tapes, Rewind Carl. Rewind the tapes, yeah. please. So, and then he says, I don't believe 100% of the people are here for the right reasons. I feel like this is, or like, I heard some stuff circulating around. I feel like this is how like conspiracy theories start. Yeah. Like I can't prove that you all aren't part of a child <laughs> sex trafficking ring out of the pizza palace in out of like a memories pizza or Therefore, whatever it was. Yeah. Wayfair is trafficking. Exactly. Children. <laughs> right. Prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I, there's some stuff in the air about it. 
Uh, and he also says, look, I'll approach the person directly. I don't think it's my place to throw shit out there. Right. Well, he also does something which I actually think is kind of sort of brilliant where he's like, anybody want to come forward? Like, I'll let that person come yeah. forward and fess up. And they're and, all like, we don't know who it is. Right. Like, but it's like, was he thinking that someone would be like, it's me. Yeah. I'm here for the wrong. Re- you got me, Carl. You sussed me out. I'm the person Carl was referencing. <laughs> Man, this is like a giant Among Us game. Uh, Who's the most yeah. sus? Com- complete with like voices just yelling. Yes, and right. Ridiculous. People wearing cheese on their heads. Yeah. <laughs> A couple of a uh, couple of poignant original songs. Yes, no one suspects Mr. Cheese. <laughs> uh, Trey says, "Be logical. You're a grown ass man." Yeah. thank you, Trey. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. It took the man doing the puppet show to call someone else out for not being a grown ass man. And that's kind of where we leave yeah. it. It's Aaron, a little bit of a cliffhanger. Aaron also said, "That's the stupidest fucking shit, man. That was the dumbest thing you possibly could have done." Correct. Yeah. Yes. Correct. All right. So, yeah, this is that's our show. Katie is crying. I'm a little bit teared up because this one was so stupid. Um, But uh, hopefully next week it's a little better. She comes on like a rose, but everybody knows she'll get you in touch. You can look, but you better not touch. Poison Ivy, Poison Ivy. Late at night while you're sleeping, Poison Ivy comes a creeping around. She's pretty as a daisy, but look how man, she's crazy. She'll really do you in. Your skin Poison Ivy Poison Ivy Late at night While you're sleeping Poison Ivy Comes a creeping around Measles will make you puppy And mumps will make you lumpy And chicken pox will make you jump and switch A common cold will fool you And whooping cough can cool you But Poison Ivy Lord will make you itch you're gonna need an ocean of calamine lotion. You'll be scratching like a hound the minute you start to mess around. Poison ivy, poison ivy. Late at night while you're sleeping, poison ivy comes a creeping around. Chicken pox will make you jump and switch. A common cold will fool you, and whooping cough can cool you. The poison ivy lord will make you itch. You're gonna need an ocean of calamine lotion. You'll be scratching like a hound the minute you start to mess around. Poison ivy, poison ivy.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.